You're listening to Positively Anti-Inflammatory, the show for people just like you who want to keep inflammation down and your spirits up. I'm your host, Alyssa Abrahamson, functional nutritional therapist and wellness coach. Today and every Wednesday, I'm here to be your coach and your guide as I offer insightful ways for you to lead a positively anti-inflammatory life. Hello and welcome to episode 43. Today, we're talking about active listening. I am going to explain what active listening is, why it's important, and how to do it. So you know what it's like when you have an amazing conversation, you feel inspired and connected. It feels so good to share, listen, and be heard. And those really good conversations can be so meaningful and healing and fun. But then sometimes there are those conversations that are the opposite and we leave feeling unheard. I'm sure that you've had that experience. Maybe the person you're speaking with was constantly checking their phone or they just seemed like they were only half listening or have you ever listened to someone and you were basically planning your response the entire time. Okay, think about this. Have you ever had the experience of sharing something personal and the person you were speaking with interrupts and says, oh my God, I can totally relate. And then they hijack the conversation and tell their story and you're left feeling like, wait, I was just talking and now you made it all about you. Yeah, (laughs) That does not feel good. And we've all experienced it. And I suspect we have all done that. We have been the interrupter. So when we think about communication and conversations, you know, feeling valued, feeling and, you know, being heard and being seen is an important part of healing and living a positively anti-inflammatory life. And when we don't feel that we, were, that we are being heard, this can cause stress and tension, frustration. And you know what that can lead to? Bitterness, resentment, disappointment, anger. And this continual and added stress can lead to and perpetuate inflammation and imbalance. So yes, Indeed, a healthy conversation where you are actively listening and being actively listened to enhances your health and well-being. And being an effective communicator and learning how to be an active listener is an important skill to learn and to put into practice. As you know, (laughs) our world is full of distractions and Sadly, unfortunately, people's attention spans have become limited. So being aware of how you are listening, how you're actually listening, and how you are treating someone when they are speaking to you is really vital. So I'm going to give you six active listening techniques that you can use to help you become a more effective listener with the intention that this will help improve your relationships, your communication, and your well-being. And I think it's really important to note that if you're someone who feels like they are an amazing listener and that you're often the person 
who is listening and not always fully being heard, you know, you, like you you feel like you're not being listened to the way that you want. This episode will also be helpful for you because active listening is something that once you are are really aware of it and that you can really teach and share with those close to you. So it's something that you can practice with, with each other. And I think that bringing it up in this conversation here, when we think about listening and and how important that is to feel heard, that I'm really encouraging you to engage in conversations with people that you trust about this because it is so important for connection and healthy and successful communication. So listening is a skill that we all can benefit from improving. All right, what what is active listening? Essentially, active listening is a way of listening and responding to another person that improves mutual understanding. So nice. The listening and responding is both verbal and nonverbal. And active listening is a way of listening that keeps you engaged with your conversation partner in a in a really healthy and positive way. So with active listening, you're attentively listening while the other person speaks. You're also paraphrasing and reflecting back what they said. And this is a big, a big one. You withhold any judgment. And this might even be bigger. Guess what? You do not give any advice. Ooh, that might be a hard one for some of us to keep our mouths shut, listen without judgment, not interrupt, and not give advice. But that's that's critical for active being an active listener and for active listening. And you know that's why this is a practice. When you practice active listening, you make the other person feel heard, seen, and valued. Active listening is truly foundational for a healing, empowering, and successful conversation. With active listening, you hear what people are really saying. So the purpose of active listening is to earn and develop trust and desire to and it's and it's coming from this this purpose of a desire to understand and offer support and empathy to the person who's speaking with you. With active listening, you're not evaluating the person's message, you're not offering your opinion. You seek to understand before you seek to be understood. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. You seek, with active listening, you seek to understand before you seek to be understood. The goal is for the person to be heard and even for them to perhaps solve their own problem without you telling them what to do. Okay, I, here are, I'm going to give you six key active listening techniques that you can use to help you become a more effective listener. Are you ready? Okay. Number one, show that you're listening through nonverbal cues. So we all do this. This is really through body language and gestures that show that you are engaged. 
you know, that also could be, um, you know, maybe like a, mm, you know, even though that's semi-verbal, but it's non-verbal kind of like, you know, leaning in, nodding your head, sitting still, making eye contact, you know, making that, mm -hmm, you know, that those sounds that indicate attentiveness. Remember that even by listening, we are communicating non-verbally. Number two, pay attention and give your undivided attention to the speaker. So that means no phone check, no phone checking, no planning your response in your brain while they're talking. Put aside distracting thoughts. Avoid being distracted by environmental factors. For example, you know, side conversations or a cute dog walking by or, you know, sirens outside, which I totally, (laughs) I was having dinner with someone outside recently and they were talking and this really cute dog walked by and I was distracted and I looked and I interrupted them and I said, oh my God, look at that dog. And I knew exactly what I was doing, that I was not being active, an active listener. And I even called it to their attention what I was doing and I apologized. <laughs> okay, so that's number two. Pay attention and give your undivided attention to the speaker. Number three, practice neutrality and non-judgment. Do not be judgmental. Do you want to be judged? I bet the answer is no. People want to share and not be judged. As an active listener, there is no need to agree or disagree, no need to judge. You're act you're you're being actively present. And that presence, God, we all know this. Someone just being present for us and looking at us and leaning in and holding space is more important than having their question answered. You know this to be true. Number four, be patient and tolerate silence. Okay, this is really important to use silence effectively. You, it's a, it, Resisting the urge to fill moments of silence is, is crucial. You know, allowing for quiet moments is is powerful. It really gives a chance to reflect and go deeper. And so often we rush to, you know, fill that silence. And that could be even right before someone has an epiphany or breakthrough thought that they want to share. So if you find silence difficult, and it's something that you are working on, you know, you can encourage the person to continue you know, to share by asking an, you know, open question like, what did you make of this? Or tell me more about what happened. And number five, do not interrupt. (laughs) Let the other person finish what he or she, what he or she is saying without interruption, literally bite your tongue. You want to allow the person to finish each point with, you know, before you ask questions. It feels really, I mean, it just that is such a part of being heard is not being interrupted. And number six, ask questions and reflect back what is being said. So as an active listener, your role is really to understand what what the other person is saying and 
you know, this might require you to reflect on what is being said and to ask questions so you understand. So if you need more, you know, like clarifying questions, you know, you could ask would be, you know, what do you mean when you say dot, dot, dot? Or, you know, you could also ask open-ended questions like, then what happened? Or how did you feel about that? And then you can reflect on what has been said by paraphrasing, you know, what I'm hearing is, and, you know, it sounds like you're saying dot, dot, dot. Restating what someone says or summarizing what they're saying is incredibly validating. I love that when people refer, you know, kind of repeat, okay, so what I'm hearing you saying is this. It feels like, oh my God, they are totally with me. They are present. They are listening. It's amazing. And, you know, if, if, if you find yourself, and I know that we are in conversations when this happens, you know, that if you're, if you're not really understanding, or maybe you're even starting to get emotional, um, in whatever that means for you and in whatever that person is saying, you know, you could ask for more information. Like what I thought you just said is this, is that what you meant? So, then you have even, you know, an oppor- allowing an opportunity for the spirit to, spirit to really clarify. And so then you can understand more because you might have taken something the wrong way and you're just being calm and you're listening and you're asking a clarifying question. So those are the six active listening techniques that you can use to become a more a, a more effective listener. And I'm just going to repeat them again. Number one, show that you're listening through nonverbal cues. Number two, pay attention and give your undivided attention to that speaker. Number three, practice neutrality and non-judgment. Number four, be patient and tolerate silence. Number five, do not interrupt. And number six, ask questions and reflect back what is being said. So active listening is designed to encourage respect and understanding. Active listening absolutely improves personal relationships, work relationships, and can be really helpful and supportive in social in social situations when you're meeting new people, something that you can put into practice. And when you practice active listening, as I said before, you help make the other person feel heard and valued. With active listening, you're essentially treating the other person in a way that you think that you would want to be treated when you're speaking. We all want to be treated with respect. We want to be heard. We don't want to be interrupted. We want to be validated. So, you know, I'm all about living mindfully and being self-aware and encouraging that for you as well. And when we listen more attentively and sens- sensitive and when we're more sensitive to people in our listening, we allow them the opportunity to listen to themselves and pay attention to their thoughts and feelings with more awareness. So when we practice active listening, we actually help others become more 
self-aware and this connection and exchange develops and deepens connection. (laughs) Basically, active listening helps bring about world peace. Boom, that's it. (laughs) So there you have it. Becoming an active listener is a practice and a skill that we can all benefit from. And you know, if it's something that you really do want to work on and, you know, it's seeming maybe a little bit like, oh my God, I, ah, just choose one of those, one of the six things and focus on that, you know, and, and that could be one way that is really helpful and loving and beneficial to the person that you're communicating with. So again, it doesn't have to be all or nothing, (laughs) progress over perfection. And I want to thank you so much for joining and listening today. And I mentioned last week that I have some good news and I would like to share it again. I have a few openings for new one-on-one nutritional therapy and wellness coaching clients. So if you are ready to prioritize yourself and receive the love and guidance that you deserve, let's talk, let's connect you can visit my website. It's thewellnessheadquarters.com and you can set up an exploratory call there or you could also email me directly. It's info at thewellnessheadquarters.com. And until next week, say something nice to yourself, slow down when you eat and say yes to rest. Hey, if what you're hearing resonates with you, I created a free resource just for you, Anti-Inflammatory Living, The Essential Guide. To get your free copy, head over to guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com. That's guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com to receive your free Anti-Inflammatory Living, The Essential Guide.